B-Pod Studios. Comic books, anime, video games, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. This is Nerd Radio. Good evening. I'm Dr. Emmett Brown. I'm standing on the parking lot at Twin Pines Mall. And this is Temporal Experiment number one. And we're back with another episode of Nerd Radio. Wherever you get in your podcast is part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over the uh, internets and your social media at Nerd Radio 101. I'm your host, Chuck Bean, joined uh, by my joyous co-host, uh, James. Hooray! And Mr. Elbeck. Not so joyous. I knew you were going to drop the ball. That's why I threw it to James first. <laughs> that's what threw me off. Because I was like, if he's going to send it over to Al, yeah. and Al's going to poo-poo on the joyousness, yeah. and then it's going to leave me in an awkward spot. Right. And he went over to me. It was good. It was a good little audible you called there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Plus it was all in the plans. I knew that I could depend on not being able to depend on Al back. Yes. So <laughs> when, when you're looking for undependability, Al is dependable. The most dependable <laughs> disappointment yeah. you'll ever meet. So, uh, of course, this show is called Nerd Radio, which means we're going to talk about a whole bunch of nerd stuff, some pro wrestling, some streaming stuff. We are, of course, a couple of days. When you download this, you are uh, about uh, less than 24 hours away from Halloween. But uh, this comes out on the first day of Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian, yes. yeah, which the is baby's this week back as well. in town. Yep, <laughs> I like that. The baby's back in town. That's nice. Um, so, and that's pretty much the big news. So, let's start off there. How excited are you guys for a second season of The Mandalorian? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I, I've burned through the boys, so I don't usually have. Uh, I don't have a Saturday morning sure like show to wake up early and watch anymore. Cause, yeah, you know, I've went through the boys, so now The Mandalorian will fill that void unless. By some miracle, my fiance is not home when I get off my Friday stream and go watch it then. Because usually I would I'd that was stream, gonna be- then I'd watch The Mandalorian, and then she's usually coming home from work. We're getting dinner, and you know, then we're starting our weekend. But that was my question: is that it's not a show that she's interested in watching as well? Not in the slightest. Really? Bit. Yeah, she's Interesting. not. For some reason, the Star Wars universe. That's she's funny. Like, I thought she would at least have a little bit of an interest in that. No, but she's like, uh, Battlestar Galactica, you should watch this, James. Like, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she'll be like, Firefly was really good. I'm like, all this stuff that I'm like, mm, not really that into or yeah. not super ecstatic to like, check out. Right. But then Star Wars, she's like, <laughs> no thanks. I'll watch the Vampire Diaries instead. I'm like, <laughs> Game Art brand Twilight? Really? That's what you're going to watch? Game Art Twilight. Do you think she poo-poos your Star Wars stuff out of bitterness because you aren't into Firefly or Battlestar Galactica? No, I just think that's... <laughs> honestly, I think she's just, just not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Firefly is only, what, 14 episodes in a movie? Yeah, it's like one season, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Half a season. It got canceled yeah. at the mid-season break. But I, yeah, saw, when... I saw somebody post a meme that says, uh, how do you know Mandalorian is better than Firefly? Because there's a season two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Burn. Damn. Yeah, that was harsh. What about you, Al? You looking forward to the Baby Yoda return? I am. Uh, I don't necessarily know that I'm going to get to it immediately. Right. Uh, I've kind of got... I think uh, Discovery is taking precedence over Mandalorian. Right. So that's my Saturday morning watch is, yeah. is the new episode of Discovery. That just started too, didn't it? Yeah, it's only two episodes in. Well, I guess when this podcast drops, the third one will be out. It's a Thursday show. So. Sure. Um, so far, so good. I mean, yeah. it's you know they finally are in the future now, which has been my biggest complaint about Discovery is well, really Star Trek in general. After since since Voyager wrapped up, Star Trek's done nothing but go backwards, which to me has always felt like 
you know, it's gone against what Star Trek is, which is looking forward. Well, and it always feels a little anachronistic. What is the correct word? Acronistic? I don't know. It always feels a little strange that the technology gets better, but they keep going backwards in the timeline. You know, there's parts of that that I can forgive. There's parts of it that annoy me. Like, if the ship looks a little bit prettier than the one that was over 50 years ago, like, I don't expect you to make it look like 60s sci-fi. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't if as long as you don't address it, like I'm even fine. I would prefer that they don't have hologram communications mm-hmm. because you've never seen that in Star Trek before. But as long as you don't address it, I guess it's like don't like it but fine. You know, although Captain Pike gets back on the Enterprise like, "You know what? I don't like it. It's creepy. Have it ripped out of the Enterprise and never installed again." <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for the retcon there. Dicks, but um, he's the old man that doesn't like technology, so right? He's like, get it out of but here. Things like the spore drive. I mean, there's so many things that would have been so much cooler if the show from the beginning had just been taking place in the future. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, so I still have a problem with that because the ship is the way it is, so and you got it problems with the, the spore drive. Is what you're saying? Th- that's my biggest thing because you never hear about it again. The spore drive issues. Yes, the spore. Yes, the game spore drive. Um, but now there are past you know voyager and picard all that stuff is it's like the year 3000 now right. that they're in and it's a little bit of a dystopian future where the federation is now like an underground thing uh after the great burn they called it or whatever so it's really it's kind of cool the first episode focused on uh michael burnham showing up in the future and the second was like the the rest of the ship the rest of the discovery ship showing up so um, kind of bring them together. So interesting. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty happy so far with the first two episodes. Um, like I said, it's I'm I'm definitely excited for Mandalorian. That's but like, that's that's like nerd heaven too. Like yeah. every week now, you get a new Star Wars and a new Star Trek. I know Ooh, you double dipping now. I know. Is, I know. Absolutely fantastic. Sad times I'm, when I'm those seeing shows stars. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad it had to be done. I had to. I uh, I was kind of hoping maybe Chuck would make me leave. I could just go home. No, no. <laughs> We established last week. I'm not rewarding your bad behavior anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's not happening. Yeah, but I got to tell you, the boys also. Like, I haven't gotten to that too because you know on my pilgrimage here, I'm in the home stretch of Voyager. So I'm like, I was going to watch the boys this weekend. I was, like, I got to get through Voyager first. So like, sure, that might even happen before Mandalorian. I don't know. We'll see. Oh my goodness. Well, they're making a huge push to uh, make sure that we know about the Mandalorian. You know those texts and you know you can't open your social media these days without them asking you if you're registered to vote. Yes. Oh, yeah. Every single day, Disney Plus sends me a push notification to let me know three days till the Mandalorian. Wow. Four days till the Mandalorian. Glad Five I, days till the Mandalorian. I'm like, I know. I, I I'm very aware. Thank you. Like I got my baby Yoda countdown already on my wall right here. <laughs> it's like rings you'd make, you know, for the countdown to Christmas. I hate that so much, man. So, almost none of my apps actually have. Push notifications. Yeah, because yeah. it drives me nuts. Because some of the stuff that they want to tell you about, I just I don't care. Yeah, I do not care. But with you. I do like the uh, the countdown though. We need to get like a Baby Yoda advent calendar. Yes, yeah. pop it open, and every time you get like a little Baby Yoda snack, like yeah, a bug. you get a frog. Yeah, a frog, every time every time you open the little door, yeah. a frog yeah. hops yeah. out, and you have to chase it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last one's a little bowl of soup. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what flavor. I can't imagine Super Splinty. Star Wars universe smells or tastes very good at all. Well, they don't seem to mind it. No, but they don't have anything else to compare it to. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> then I show up in the galaxy with a can of Campbell's condensed, you know, right. cream of chicken. We show up with <laughs> slurp on this baby Yoda. We show up with pizza and Taco Bell, and they're like, yeah. "What is this joyousness?" Yeah. They're like, "Wow." A long time ago, <laughs> galaxy far away. We going to your hometown, right? I'm like, come on, Hanzo, let's go. 
Well, a Reddit user overseas uh, took a screenshot of the Season 2 Episode 1 preview and shows that the episode's runtime is going to be 52 minutes. So that first Ooh. one's going to be a pretty pretty large Ooh. one. Well, I like that's one large. Of the, that's one of the things I like about uh, the streaming shows is that there's no, hey, it's got to be exactly this much. Like mm-hmm. it was when yeah, it's they're on not constrained by the boundaries of other programming yeah. having come into play or commercials. Yeah, like if if uh, if it runs like you know an hour and six minutes, and I was like, that's eh, fine. It's yeah. a streaming show. Yeah, it's not like you're taking up time on the schedule or anything like that. Yeah, it'll change episode to episode sometimes for some of the shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I that Twilight Zone show. It's on CBS. I think yeah. the first episode is about an hour, and then second episode is like a half an hour. Right? Wow. That's what? A, that's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, at least all the Mandalorian stuff is usually within the forty-five minute to yeah. one hour range. Yeah. What I like about that drastic difference in time, though, is like just use the amount of time you need to tell that story. Yeah. Don't drag no it out. Extra stuff. Yeah. You don't miss out on stuff. You know. You don't have to I pull like anything that. that you think is valid. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, one of the ways that they're uh, making sure that we all get our Baby Yoda fix is in Star Wars Squadrons. They're going to be giving Baby Yoda bobbles that you can uh, you can buy. I think your, I saw a little headline for that. So yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a little, little bobblehead that's on your on your cockpit. Yeah. So that so that's uh, a little, little Baby Yoda on your cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> they say that you can start earning those. Uh, now you're talking my language. October 28th. So that's the day that uh, we're recording. Actually. Oh, so I could go by the game and download. How uh, How much is little baby Yoda dashboard accessory know. going for? And you can. It says you can also get models of the Razor Quest and IG Eleven, which is the uh, self-destructing droid from the first one, and a, a bounty puck that you can put in your ship's cabin. But they can be earned in game oh. starting October twenty-eighth. So I'd rather earn them. Yeah, you don't even have to... Uh, Unless it's like, get 100 victories in dogfights. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get 100 victories in a spaceship. I can barely drive my car. Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering when I finally get around to picking it up and playing mm-hmm. it is like, how often am I going to crash that ship? Yeah, because I don't... You're just going to see me get roasted every time right. behind the, the wheel, get behind the joystick of that X-Wing and crash right into a moon. And um, Hasbro, who owns the rights to making Star Wars stuff, as well as Transformers, uh, also... Keep it moving. <laughs> Also, say uh, releasing on Mando Monday uh, this past Monday that they're doing. Uh, you can get a case of classic Mandalorian uh, figures, Star Wars figures. So they've only got like the shoulders and the the hip joints and the neck joints. The five. Uh, so they've made, remade like the old school like, like Star Wars action figures, but old school action figures of characters from the Mandalorian. Like uh, Mando comes with one of those vinyl capes. Really, oh, that's the old, cool. The, the old ones had too, and uh, what is the uh, the guy who played Gus in Breaking Bad? What was his character? Moff Gideon. Oh yeah, his yeah. character of course comes with a vinyl cape. Uh, so those those are kind of cool. A little yeah. pricey from I was from what say, I was how seeing. How much to is order. it going to set me back? Oof, if you want to order a case, if you want to order a case, it's eighty three ninety nine. Um, and a case comes with uh one of the child, one of Moff Gideon, one of IG eleven, two of the Mandalorian, one of Cara Dune, and uh one of Cool, the little uh, tiny guy says, "I have spoken." Oh, okay. And then one of uh, Grief Karga, the which one that it, Nick Nolte voices. Yes, and Grief Karga is the uh, the uh, black guy. Do so the, you're looking at like seven or eight action figures, right? Yeah, something For 80 like bucks, that. Eighty bucks, you know, nine dollars and eight nine dollars a figure, nine ten dollars a figure, whatever. That's not actually yeah, that bad. Eight, no, it's eight just figures. So you have to buy the entire little over set. ten bucks a figure. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, so, if you're looking for it's part of the Star Wars retro collection, so it comes on the backings that look like the classic cool. '80s. I like that stuff. It gives Star you a Wars figures, nostalgia hit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, very. They're actually, I'm gonna say this real fast, real quick. But they're re-releasing some Transformers with boxes. Okay, that look come, like on, the come, old on, ones. come on, come on, come on, come on, and it's cool. Yeah, come on. <laughs> 
So yeah, we're ready for the Mandalorian, but something that I actually wanted to, while we're talking to streaming services, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is, is yeah, a the thing. Snyder cut. That's, yeah, the Snyder Cut that's coming up. Um, and apparently Jared Leto is coming back Yay. to be the Joker in this. Right. I like it. Who asked for that? I didn't. <laughs> I did. F. I want to see the Joker in there. I like Jared Leto. Yeah, I'd love to see the Joker in there. But I uh, like that version of the Joker. He's like a gangster ass mofo. He's got a grill. Like he's like what I would picture like a modern day like gangster, right? Turned supervillain, whatever you want to refer to him as. I just so, uh, okay, like it's supposed to be like a director's I like the cut. Hand tattoo for his laughs. I think it's, there's a lot of cool stuff about the Jared Leto Joker. So it's the Snyder cut. So it's supposed to be essentially like a director's cut. Like this is the one. This is what he would have done had he not to get pulled away from whatever he had to deal with. Right. But like they have to reshoot so much of it. Like why don't you just again paid? They don't call Final Fantasy VII remake the director's cut. It's a remake. Like we're just this is the this is the one that we wanted to make. Like that's what this feels like. Yeah, but I don't feel like the original creator of Final Fantasy VII was like I'm going to make this game and start making this game and start making this game and oh my god I have real life stuff I got to go deal with here. Yeah. You take it, this other video game person, and then you finish it off, and then I'm going to go do this stuff. And then you find out, what have you done to my masterpiece? Sure. (laughs) You've destroyed it. I am interested to see it, including the Jared Leto Joker thing. I do like Jared Leto a lot. Mm -hmm. I really do as as an actor and everything. But um, I'm more along the lines with Chuck where it's like, who needed this? I also see where James is coming from, and I have heard... I think even Jared himself has said stuff like, like the Joker didn't really get to be fleshed out the way it was supposed to in Suicide yeah, like Squad. Suicide Squad, you saw him for about four seconds. You know? Right. So. so I wasn't crazy about it, but again, it's an actor that I really like, and, and it does seem like there's more there that we just didn't get to experience. So I would like to see it. I am kind of excited to see more of it. I don't know. Well, he's no Nicolas Cage. Well, let's see Nicholas Cage is the Joker. I'd watch that too. I'd tune in for that one. There could be only one Nicholas Cage. <laughs> so somebody over on Cameo had you know you can get different celebrities to oh, like yeah. record a message for you something like that. Somebody paid Ice Cube to record a video asking for the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Oh, that's oh, how that yeah. came to okay, okay, yeah. I saw the headline, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't actually see the story. Yeah, yes. same here. I was like, why, the, why does Ice Cube care? <laughs> right, of all people. Like, why is he, Ice Cube? Like, he's what, a real huge fan of the, uh, what is yeah, it, the, Val the Kilmer. The bat nipples? He, like, he wants the bat suit nipples? He's, he's a real big uh, fan of the Val Kilmer Batman. Yeah, or the, like, <laughs> did he audition for a role and didn't get it? And, or maybe he was in it and then he didn't make the cut? But yeah, his quote was, the people want the Batman Forever director's cut release. That's it. Release the director's cut. Release the Schumacher cut. People want more Val Kilmer. That's funny. <laughs> I love the idea of the guy who paid for that, and then that coming across Ice Cube's computer. He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing this." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Cool, that's a quick and easy. I don't know, two hundred bucks, three hundred yeah. bucks, five hundred. How much? Right. Is, how much does Ice Cube charge for a cameo?" <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love that everything about that story. Maybe I'm bitter because I don't have a couple hundred thousand nerds to bully a streaming service into making a good version of X Men Apocalypse. Mm, yeah, because <laughs> that would be or Dark Phoenix. Can you make me a good Dark Phoenix movie? But uh, yeah, I, I guess. Well, you can find a celebrity who's in your budget that you can pay on Cameo. <laughs> no, Let's Al, look him up. Let's look him up. Al Beck's not even in my budget. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you have a budget. I will kick in a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. I'll give you a hundred dollars well, to find mm. a celebrity on Cameo. All right. Let's go through the list of Cameo people and sure. see who we could pay who we could to pay. demand somebody makes a Dark Phoenix film yeah. that you will enjoy. All right.
Let's see who we can get. We'll have to look through that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to come back with some more nerd stuff. While we're talking about Joker, there's the Three Jokers comic. The final issue came out this week. I'll give you guys a little preview of that. And The Last Ronin, Ninja Turtles, Ooh. is released this week. And there's a reason why you're not going to be able to find one until the second printing comes out. That's oh, next man. on Nerd Radio. I'm Tom Savage. Listen to Nerd Radio on Rip 2. Back with more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios Network. And thanks to uh, my co-host, Al Beck, you can find us at one easy-to-find place on the internet. That's right, nerdradio101.com to download the podcast. Yep, and as you may have heard in that particular thing, uh, you can find us on Riff 2, Wednesday nights at 10 p.m., 101.1 FM HD2 in the Motor City. James, Al Beck, here for uh, some more Nerd Radio. And typically, I leave the comics until the very end of the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, this week is actually a really huge week in comics. So I wanted to kind of share with you guys the it's first thing. a huge thing. week in comics. The first thing I wanted to share with you guys is that we're at the final issue of The Three Jokers. Was the final one, huh? The three Jokers, number one. Finding out. Uh, it was a three-issue miniseries, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, Jeff, essentially Jeff John's sequel to The Killing Joke, <laughs> if you will. Uh-oh, he dropped like a Joker card. What are you snickering about? I was just, well, from the last segment, I was on Cameo.com trying to find something for us. <laughs> I thought that was going to turn into a great bit, but I guess we, we pulled the plug on it. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't get to it quick enough, but I, yeah, think, I, I, think I, found, I think I found the guy. All right, well, let's, if we let's can, pause what I'm talking if we, about. If we can muster together $88, we can get not Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> like the one from our local area? I don't know. It just... <laughs> I wanted that's to a introduce YouTube himself guy. as not Tom Cruise. Not well. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, but that's, the, that's always listening. 88 bucks, huh? $88 for not Tom Cruise. Look at that. Which is more expensive than Mick Foley. I saw Mick Foley's on here for 75 Mick Foley's oh, like 75 bucks. Big E is pretty expensive. Yeah, I, know. I heard he's pulling in a big chunk of cash doing his cameos. Oh, yeah. He yeah, he could, he could quit. Much like uh, the whole thing with the Twitch stream and the WWE. Yeah. Like Guys like Xavier Woods could just quit wrestling and, mm-hmm. or Paige could just quit wrestling and be on Twitch. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Big E could just be Speaking on cameo. Speaking of WWE and Twitch, you know they have an official channel now they do yeah they do have an official channel on twitch so yep i have a feeling that has something to do with all the issues with their talents yes. being on there yeah i'm sure they, they've seen the gold mine we're uh, this this segment went completely off the rails i'm like i'm gonna talk about comic books <laughs> in the middle of the show and then like no wait there's other oh, just, back uh, yeah. to the comics yeah. <laughs> as you were yeah, i was uh just scrolling and came across not Tom Cruise. It made, it made me laugh so sorry i didn't mean to bring can it you back. find how much his not nicholas cage to do one <laughs> Yeah, is there a Nicolas Cage in there? There are not Nicolas Cage not available. Cage. Don't know. I could be on there. Is not Nicolas Cage? I'll just you probably could. Yeah, give everybody the stare. <laughs> so yeah, Three Jokers came out. Uh, it's the final issue. You kind of get to uh, we we pair from Three Jokers down to one, and you find out who they're trying to make into the next Joker. In this so particular is that the book? whole storyline, they're trying to find the the next Joker. Yeah, the first. I, like I America's was, next. America's got talent, but we're looking for jokers. <laughs> America's got jokes. America's yeah. got jokes. <laughs> Gotham's got jokes. You got jokes. Gotham's huh? got jokes. There yeah. we go. And here's your host, Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, without spoiling too much of it, um, I feel I, it's definitely a better ending than Doomsday Clock was, which was the Watchmen DC okay. thing, the last thing that Jeff Johns did. Okay. Um, but I'm, it feels like it's set up for a sequel, and if there's a sequel, I'm not interested. No, you're out. Huh? No, Ooh, they turned you off. No, nah, I don't. I don't really need more of this. But this in itself, this miniseries in itself, was kind of interesting. You get 
a somewhat of an explanation of how and why there's been three Jokers. It doesn't like nail down the timeline of like every time they've seen the Joker, you know, this time it was this guy and this time it's this guy. But it does give you a general feeling of like, okay, when he was when he was really psychotic, then it was this version of the Joker. But when he was just like poisoning fish back in the fifties, it mm-hmm. was this guy. Okay, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's interesting to see. Uh, the other book that I that was is huge in the comic book stores this week is the first issue of The Last Ronin. This is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, miniseries. Uh, that Kevin Eastman told me and James about yeah. back at Astronomicon that is supposed to be kind of a Dark Knight Returns for Ninja okay, Turtles. Yeah. There is one turtle left in a far future, and he's trying to is kill... Raphael? I think I saw an R on the back of the... He's tra- yeah, well, that's for Ronan. Oh. But... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had the same thing. I was like, I was oh, like, man. The last Ronan is and He's that's cool but rude. right. That's kind of the uh, that's kind of the mystery of this first issue is who is the final turtle who is uh, the last Ronin. And uh, you do find out at the end of this issue, which is pretty cool. I won't spoil it for you. you want to take a look at it? Yeah, I'll pretty throw cool. On right to the end, just like choose your own adventure. Absolutely, but yeah, uh, the last turtle in a far flung future is trying to kill the grandson of the Shredder, who runs uh, the who banged Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He's wearing that mask. He might look really handsome under there. This was before COVID times. Now he might look like a sex pot. But (laughs) come on. Who's banging Shredder? He's all full of razor blades on his shoulders and stuff. There's no way. How could he get intimate with with Shredder? Some ladies are into that kind of thing, man. Oh, that's true. (laughs) But, you you know, I feel like if you're going to bang Shredder, you make him wrap it up. Come on. You know, no cream pies. Wrap it up, Shredder. No cream pies from Shredder. Do you think he's got razor blades on his dong? I don't know. Does he, well, he has a cod piece, so I don't think he has to put any razor blades on his okay. dong per se. But it might be a secret ninja ability. I just find it hard to believe that somebody's banging the shredder, and then they have a kid as well, and then they let them know that hey, your grandpa Shredder, are you, don't you keep that a family secret? <laughs> you don't spill the beans on on Shredder being your grandpa, unless you're unless you're uh, hush hush. You know, unless you're proud of your, your grandpa. Ooh, April O'Neil did not age well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My April. mind's still just stuck in that cod piece. That's not going to smell good, guys. <laughs> Shredder's cod piece? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hangs out on a technodrome with a brain, alien brain in the belly. Well, in the uh, in the back of the book, which is kind of cool, it's a thing that IDW tends to do. They give you the art for all the variant covers. There are, if I'm remembering correctly, 25 variant covers for this particular book. Uh, so you're going to have a hard time collecting them all because of that and because the orders IDW had to short around 130,000 of the book than they expected hmm. to print for this very first printing. And it shot the price of it up to $50 on the day oh, it's released. Why did it have to short? According to what they were, um, what they said online, the set print qualities in advance of the FOC, which is the final cutoff date when uh, people could... Uh, mm-hmm. Say okay, this is how many I want the the stores, um, because of the book's a little bit larger than your average comic book. It's like golden age size. Gotcha. Okay. Um, they couldn't print as many of them as quickly as they can of regular books. You can kind of see with a regular. Yeah, book yeah, I can see. How it's a little bit larger. By the time they got to when the final cut was, they had one number, and then a whole bunch of people surged the number and was like, "No, we need more of these." And they're like, "We only printed that first number." So what they're going to do is there will be they're rushing to a second printing, which will be out December first. So you're going to have a little gold mine on your hands right there. Uh, kinda. I don't. It depends. I mean, by the time the second printing hits or whatever, I don't know, James. This is something you were interested in, wasn't it? Yeah, Ronin? I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I've already seen the end, so I know which. Do you want this one? It is. Do I want it? Yeah. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're one of my in and out comics friends, and I'm yeah. always happy to hook up a you know a comics friend. Try and get you. I'm booked. the in and out friend he likes hooking up with. 
<laughs> like took it up with me on the in and out. Um, yeah, no, like the comic. Like, I would read through it and then it would just sit on a shelf and not right. really have any. Like, well, you can borrow it if you want. If you wanted to look through it, did you see who my, it was? I was gonna say did, yeah, that was my yeah. question: is did you peek at the end? I yeah. did. Shocked. Yeah, really shocked as yeah. who it was. That's not cool. who I would have picked. I not was, who I would have expected either. I was wondering. See, well, I don't want to be the only one in the room who doesn't know. Yeah. Pass it over here. <laughs> All right, here you go. Yeah, because I don't want to spoil it for you guys because it just That's came out. Shocking. Just because the weapons, you know, just, right? You know, I didn't realize he knew how to use all those weapons. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised because uh, in the original um, Eastman and Laird books, mm-hmm. uh, I had the role playing game, the tabletop role playing game books yeah. for those. So they had the stats on everybody, and one of that particular turtle's specific stats is that he's mm-hmm. ambidextrous. Okay. Because all of them use two weapons, but the yeah. reason he can use the two weapons he does is because he's mm-hmm. ambidextrous. He's just as good with both hands. So I'm I like, gotcha. yeah, naturally he would probably pick up on how to use everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, but uh, we'll talk more about that uh, yeah. once, once, as, once we... As the story, uh, as the plot thickens. Yeah, so uh, it's it's uh, it's a cool book. And the, the one thing I really appreciate about it, too, as I'm looking through it, is you can tell that Kevin Eastman did the layouts. Like, I'm a little upset that it's not just his art. Mm-hmm. I would really like it if it was just him and Peter Laird maybe inking it. The artist does a fine job. It's just not the guy that... You know, I originally did yeah, the turtle. You, yeah, I gotcha. So I would, I would enjoy that a little bit more. But you can tell from the way the pages are laid out, it's like, oh yeah, this is Kevin Eastman. So it's, it's, you got a little bit of that old school TMNT hundred percent. But with hundred percent, like I said, I'm looking change. through the way the pages are laid out. I'm like, oh, this feels like the original Ninja Turtles comics. That's cool. So if you can find one, it's absolutely worth it. But if you can't, don't worry. They are making more of them, and they're going to be coming out December second, the uh, last Ronin. I got a question for you guys. We were talking about the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the Joker's favorite television show is? Mm, the Joker's favorite television well, show. What would you think the Joker's... Is this a riddle or are you asking us a real question? Like, well, you're not going to hit us with a dad joke, are you? No, we'll not at all. Not okay. at all. There, there was actually... It's, it's in canon in a comic that came out a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, is it? Ago. Okay. It is. Say it's it's not Robert had... De Niro hosting... Uh... It certainly is not. <laughs> it's probably The View or something like that. You think so? Yeah. Um, well, according to the Batman Adventures Continues, which is a book that's uh, coming My out... My Little Pony. It is not My Little Pony. <laughs> the Batman Adventures Continues number 13 reveals uh, in a panel that the Joker uh, is a big Family Guy fan. Really? Yeah. He likes that Seth MacFarlane, huh? He said something uh, <laughs> He said something in uh, one of the panels saying, this is better than those fa- fights on Family Guy. Wow. So there you go. Who would have known? Joker watches Family Guy. If I was Seth MacFarlane, I would put that in one of my cartoons. Yeah, much like South Park, he seems like he's got real quick turnaround on yeah, what's like, in the cartoon. Put the Joker watching an episode of something to make fun of yourself, but also make fun of the Joker. There you go, Seth MacFarlane. There's a freebie from James. See, it's one thing when you give him a freebie. It's a whole other thing when Adam Sandler just looks at your tweets. That's yeah, just steals my I was ideas. just going to say, just <laughs> James, tweet that idea out. Adam yeah. Sandler will see it and let Seth know. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Right, that. there you go. Adam Sandler's my, my middleman. Communicate <laughs> with Seth MacFarlane. All right, well, <laughs> It would be Adam hilarious, Sandler. though, if more of your ideas were taken by Adam Sandler. That would be uh, I would be so upset. <laughs> the first time, I'm like, ah, that's co- co- coincidence. But by yeah. like, the third one, I'd be like, yeah. you're right. Yeah, Adam okay. Sandler is following James. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Death Nuts shows up in one of his movies. Yeah, but what? <laughs> how does he know Jimmy's phone number? How does he even know how to reach him on the, on the battle realm of Hunkin' Dwarf? How does he know how to reach them in there? This is wild. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who knew how to make contact with Jimmy Davis. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I do got some video game news for you, but before we move on from the comics, I've got... Uh, it just sounds like a bat signal, but it's a set of nuts hanging up in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how you, how do you find, how how do you you find the nut signal? The, yeah. the nut signal. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much hair. He got, he, he's sending the nuts to Graham. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. gross. I mean, that's it grows there, you know? <laughs> and Jimmy likes authenticity. Oh, man. That's what that grooming stuff is for that we advertise. Well, well Jimmy does not get the Manscaped. That's my department. <laughs> I'm the one that messes with the Manscaped kids. Jimmy's like, oh, what's, a, uh, what's a Manscaped kid? So much hair. Anyway, you were saying, You're Jeff. awful. <laughs> You're a terrible person, and you should feel bad about yourself. Ah. Uh. Well, plus, everybody knows an interdimensional like warrior doesn't shave his nuts, okay? <laughs> that's just common Maybe knowledge. he does. Yeah. Maybe that's how you get really good with your axe. <laughs> yeah, uh, Maybe. Uh. So we've talked a lot about different people that we uh, do not appreciate in uh, comic books. You know, Grant Morrison, Rob Liefeld, that kind of thing. I don't think this name has ever come up, and I'm curious uh, what your take on it is, uh, Al. Peter David. Where do you stand on Peter David? Peter David? Yeah. Give us a background. What's uh, what's Peter David known for? What Peter David done? is known for an extremely long run on the Incredible Hulk back okay. in the 90s. Uh, down he, with the Hulkster. He created the Maestro, which is the Hulk from the future okay. that has future defeated Hulk. all the superheroes. Uh, he worked on X Factor for uh, quite a few years over okay. at Marvel. Um, he's done some work over at DC, but mostly been a Marvel guy. Do you have an opinion on Peter David Elbeck? I do not. All right. <laughs> have you read any of his work? No. I, honestly, okay. off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that I've read of his. So, well, there was an interview. And uh, if it's uh, if he's mostly known for Hulk, I, Hulk's not really my thing. Sure. So. Al doesn't have to read about the Hulk because he works with one in the office next to him during the weekday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was an interview with Previews World that Peter David did. I believe this is somewhat an older interview, but he did Hulk for about twelve years. Wow. And uh, it's a long run. He revealed that the reason that he even started on the Hulk is because Marvel's editor in chief at the time couldn't find anyone else that wanted to write Hulk. Oh, so, well, nobody else wants to write it, so you, you can have it for 12 years. <laughs> he said at the time there was hostility towards his writing from the editorial department because he worked in direct sales and they felt that someone in direct sales had no business being on the creative side. Mm. So, and nobody wanted to write Hulk, so they just stuck him with it and he made it. Fantastic! Made it. A I wouldn't mind deal. that as a challenge. I think I could write some Hulk episodes. But you think mine so? would be about like the Hulk would get angry at a video game. The Hulk would get angry because the garbage pickup didn't come properly. Sure. You know, so Bruce <laughs> yeah. Banner's flipping out over stupid things. I'd make Hulk into a Karen. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. essentially what the Hulk would be. <laughs> what Chipotle? I ordered online twenty minutes ago. He said to be ready, and it's not. You gonna make me angry? And then you know, the Hulk smashes up a Chipotle. So. <laughs> My Hulk would be much different. That's what I was going to say. Like, what's the resolution to that story? He gets angry and he smashes stuff, and then like, and then nobody he just gets burritos. Moves on to the next thing. Yeah, then he goes to Taco. Like, Bell. yeah, eventually, yeah. eventually, people are yeah. like the whole population that's not already angry at him is going to be angry because he's ruining the fast food places. Yeah, the Hulk will destroy Chipotle, and then you'll find a naked Bruce Banner in the parking lot of a Taco Bell covered in cheesy gordita crunch wrappers. That <laughs> end, end scene. That's how every. Issue ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does he keep going to Chipotle and then going to Taco Bell instead? Because like, he goes to Chipotle because his fiance just, wants a burrito bowl instead of Taco Bell food. We suddenly, 
<laughs> we suddenly discover that the Hulk's weakness is Taco Bell. It's yes. what calms him well, down. Well, I like specifically it's the cheesy gordita crunch. Every time he wakes <laughs> up, he's covered yeah. in cheesy like, Maybe if he tried something different, maybe he wouldn't always pass out in the Taco Bell parking lot. No, it's always going to be a cheesy <laughs> gordita crunch. Be cheesy. Yeah. It's the only thing on the menu worth the $4. I think it wasn't gamma radiation. It was Zesty Ranch. Oh, yeah, Zesty Ranch. With a zesty ranch. <laughs> I think they should let James write the Hulk, if not for a one-shot, at least for a three to six issue run. I would love that. I think that would be hilarious. I think it would be fun. fun. I mean, to be honest, I had a, a bit of a hand in writing back when we used to have the Riff Rock Girl here in Detroit. Yes. Yeah. I wrote, well, I helped write, I kind of created the, the, the plot outline of two Riff Rock Girl storylines. Yeah. So I would love to be involved in something like that. Yeah, and that was, uh, that was pretty fun. All right, well, let's take a short break. I do have some video game news to get to, as well as something coming to Fall Guys that I think we'll both Ooh. be in- very interested in. Hopefully it- an easy mode so I can win a match <laughs> instead of getting smoked in the first round every time. And a, uh, a game that some, some people were looking forward to very much has been delayed until December. and We'll talk about that next. You're a talking turtle. And you're a human nerd. Now get it. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Run for your life. Hey, man. It's everything that rocks on one of those God. Uh, once a day, once a show, I've got to F that up. Welcome back to Nerd Radio. Uh, Thanks for downloading the podcast wherever you're getting it, part of the B-Pod Studios Network. And follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're on YouTube at Nerd Radio 101. Also, on Wednesday afternoons, uh, you can find us making Nerd Radio on uh, the Checkpoint XP Twitch stream. Where's that, James? Yeah, that's over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys see the Moon Knight news? No. Moon Knight well, is coming to Disney. Before dis- we go to Moon Knight, I want to take it a second and take it back to the Dark Knight. Okay. Show everybody the picture here. This is what Chris Burgett sent me. Oh, for God's sakes. The Jimmy Death Nut signal. Oh, for God's sake. possible version of it. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm okay with the silhouette, but the tongues were over the line. Oh, oh, it disappeared. Well, how else are you going to clean them? Yeah. There are plenty of ways. <laughs> what, are you going to use a wet rag? Are you going to use soap and water? Get out of here. Well, the know, softest, warmest, <laughs> most comfortable way. Cleaning supplies clean are in short supply yeah. these days, so it's economical. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to the Moon Knight. You guys are Yes, terrible. I did see the news about the Moon Knight, Chuck. Bean yes, Moon Knight is coming to Disney Plus, and Oscar Isaac, Poe Dameron has been tapped to uh, play Moon Knight. Is it official or are they still in discussions? Uh, they say that he's in talks to join okay. Disney Plus's uh, Moon Knight. I guess a couple of other people have been considered, but he's the guy that they actually were like, hey, if you want it, it's yours. Cool. So tell me more. I don't know. Other than Moon Knight's uh, X-Men card or trading card, yep. I don't know much about Moon Knight. Uh, picture Batman okay. with mental problems. Okay, mentally not ill that, Batman. Not that Batman doesn't already have mental problems, yes. but picture Batman with like a uh, um, a multiple personality disorder. Okay, so schizophrenic Batman. Essentially got Moon Knight, yep. Okay. Hmm. So it is like some, day, some days he thinks he's a good Moon Knight, some days he thinks he's a bad Moon Knight? Uh, it's just that he's got kind of three or four voices in his head at any given time, kind some of like pulling him in different directions. Some are like, no, don't kill him. Sure. Some are like, who cares? Yeah. Okay. Which is always uh may, may, always puts him on the uh on the edge of being a hero. That's why like it's weird that he actually counts as an Avenger. Yeah. So he kind of dances the line of hero slash anti hero. It's like a less cuddly Deadpool. You never you never quite know. Yeah, pretty much a less cuddly Deadpool is, so, is pretty accurate. Speaking of being like Batman, so does he have like gadgets or does he have powers? 
Uh, mostly, he he's uh, faster and stronger than than the average person. More human uh, he, than human. He gets his powers from a uh, Egyptian the god moon. called Khonshu. Okay. Um, yeah, be careful with that name. Yes. <laughs> Step lightly. Yes. <laughs> Either you're saying a very bad term or you're sneezing. No. No. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, he does have like some some batarang, some moon knight. So he does have some gadgets. Yeah. Okay. So he, he's more a gadget. He's like a based. Swiss Army knife for Marvel. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. It's it's definitely going to be one of those kind of weird shows. Which speaking of weird shows, uh, they just released uh, Hellstrom. Over on Hulu mm-hmm. is a Marvel uh, show based on Damien Hellstrom, the son of Satan, that okay. exists in the Marvel Universe. And I've been seeing great things about it. I haven't uh, watched any of it yet. Well, you I, know I haven't. But I keep seeing it, especially with the Halloween season. This is the first time I've even heard that name uttered. It's not really a part of my uh, repertoire, but like I saw the name and it sounded familiar to me, so that it puts it in some context for Hellstrom? me. Yeah. yeah, sounds like a heavy metal band that Al would listen to. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, James, you heard the new Hellstroms? I'm like, no, Al, I don't. The that's, new Hellstrom is way too heavy for me, man. <laughs> well, let's move on to the video games. There's uh, it's heavy with banjos. There's a new costume coming to Banjo. fall, guys. <laughs> heavy with banjos. Now I kind of want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, distorted banjos. Yeah. Uh, there's a new costume a coming pedal. to fall, guys. In on November third, it's going to be an in-game costume, and it's a Godzilla costume. You're, are you kidding me right now? You can be Godzilla. Take my money. Damn it, Fall Guys. You <laughs> got me. That. You got me, Fall Guys. A little Godzilla costume. He even Every has a little cent. car that you can smash. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I thought, was, I, I thought I could say Sonic. I was like, I thought they already had a Sonic one. I know. It, there's one that absolutely looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. And it might actually be Sonic because I think they partnered up with Gen- Sega Genesis for like the 60-year anniversary. Yeah. They had people in really bad Sonic costumes streaming Fall Guys, I think, on the Sega Twitch channel. Or okay. Like that, but. <laughs> I do like this uh, in the in the Twitch channel. I knew Godzilla was going to show up in 2020. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> also, as far as video games are concerned, uh, I haven't been real in on the second round of characters that they're adding to Super Smash Brothers. But a couple of weeks ago, they added Steve from yeah, Minecraft, Minecraft to Super Smash Brothers. Did you see that they had to patch it because mm-hmm. Al? Can you guess what Steve from Minecraft had hanging out on his uh, congratulatory win screen? In Did Super he have Smash a shredder Bros? out? No. Oh, keep <laughs> One more guess. One more guess? Yeah. I don't know. What's the worst thing you could probably have hanging out on a kid's game? Is this Donger? His meat. His, His meat was hanging out. His meat. So in, in, when you play Minecraft, one of the things you can do is when you kill an animal, they will drop meat that you can then cook and eat. So, of course, the Steve in the game has he's got the pickaxe that he can fight with and the sword. But then at the very end, if you got first place, they would show Steve and he would be holding a piece of meat. But he would be holding it because his arms are very short and they would be down by his side. Oh, no. And the camera was coming up at him. So the meat looked like it was his penis. It's like he's flashing his wiener at you. He's flashing his wiener. I'm the winner. Uh, Look at my meat. I'm holding my meat in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Minecraft Steve won the match. Suck on that, princess. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So they had to patch that. They had to get rid of that. <laughs> that was no good. <laughs> also, uh, you get ready for the drop here, Al Beck. A game that Robbie, my nemesis, was looking forward to. Oh, no! Thank you very much. Cyberpunk 2077, unfortunately delayed until December. How tragic. For some. 
Yeah, Never well, others. look, I've been there. Uh, I've waited for a new Mutants movie for two years, so I ain't laughing at him about uh, having to wait another three weeks to play a cyberpunk I think game. it's funny. I can't uh, wait to ridicule him. <laughs> Why did I get the crickets? No, that's for Robbie. Oh, all right. But it was supposed to be released on November 19th. Now it's been pushed back to uh, December, about three weeks. So that's uh, for everybody that's looking forward to cyberpunk. I, I think it's cool that they're kind of waiting until they, they want to make sure that it's not going to release and have just like tons of bugs in it. Yeah, just I get an it. Absolute disaster. You probably want them to wait and make sure they're putting out a quality product instead of like, uh, was it Fallout seventy six? Uh, Fallout seventy six. Like, yeah, they launched that and that was a complete disaster. Yeah. Well, and then sometimes they hold back a game so they can get horse balls correct. So yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm I love staring at them when I do play that game. <laughs> I'm like those horse balls very are immaculate. Thank you, Rockstar. The games. Put in the time, energy, and detail to get those horse nuts dangling just the right way. It's a very testicle-focused show today. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <like laughs> testing the testes. <laughs> this is this is how we're trying to spook you on Halloween weekend yeah. by talking about testicles a lot on Nerd Radio. Uh, well, I got one more uh, one more topic to get to as far as Nerd Radio is concerned, and that's professional wrestling. This yeah, past week, we had Hell in, Hel- 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 in a Cell. Uh, I'm sure uh, shocking. You checked it out. Shocking results from Hell in a Cell this week. It was I, pretty interesting. I feel. Yeah. I did not see uh, some of those matches. I did not see. Hopefully, there's no spoilers here. But anyways, I did not see the the Tucker heel turn. No. Turning on Otis. No, that was the Miz, the Money in the Bank briefcase, which breaks yep. my heart because I love Otis. Yeah. I love Otis. I want to see him have some success. And now The Miz has the Money in the Bank briefcase. And I don't like that. Yeah. I was quite upset by that. Also, uh, getting into that, I I couldn't believe they opened with the Jey Uso-Roman Reigns match. Yeah, but I I felt like I felt like that was going to have the most emotional impact. So I thought that was just going to be the main event. I I feel they opened with that one because that was like... To me, the weakest match in the Hell in the Cell. Okay. I know there might have been some great storytelling behind it or whatever, but to me, you're in Hell in the Cell. You have to do more than a couple of spears and a couple of splashes to gain my attention. Okay. So I thought the match was kind of boring. You were looking for him to climb up on yeah. top of the cell. And uh, yeah, I want to see stuff. Some crazy stunts. They got the two two huge guys, Roman Reigns and Uso. Let's do some crazy stuff. Come on, Uso, you're jumping off the top turnbuckle. Jump off something big and tall in Hell in the Cell. Do something to impress me. You know, earn your your spot at the table as the tribal leader or whatever. And then Roman, you know, a couple of spears and then Roman Reigns. I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to do this to you. I'm going to smash you with the stair. It's always fascinating. Boring. It's always fascinating to me when I talk about to all my different friends about wrestling because everyone's into wrestling for something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's there there are people I, I'm definitely in the in the crowd of like man that was emotional and that was a ride that was really yeah. cool but it did not me, I'm like I want to see cool shit, uh. man <laughs> do some cool shit uh. that's what I want to see James I don't wants care to about the story James wants to see a murder I'll be right I don't want to see a murder <laughs> but, you know. they they had the last match was Randy Orton and uh, Drew McIntyre and they got up on top of the cell yeah. and I was like you are not no one's falling off that cell for a, for an empty uh, arena no and plus no. you don't see how people. reinforced that cell was yeah. oh my god like triple beams going across everything they're making sure nobody's falling through but yeah no I want I want to watch the cool stuff like the stories or whatever I'm not I want to see crazy stunts I'm I'm into wrestling for the the live action stunts yeah. Tell me the opponents from Mars. I'm probably going to buy into it, but okay. <laughs> this guy's a Martian. James like, we made it! Yeah, but guess what? You better make Elon! his ass... Yeah. You better make his ass float. Tie him to some ropes. Better ropes <laughs> than what Owen Wilson... Uh, not Owen Wilson. Owen Hart, Hart was tied to. Right. Because we don't want another one of those. 
but you make him fly. You tell me he's from Mars. I'm in on the story. But now I want to see crazy Martian stunts in the ring. So you like the Fiend then? I'm I, guessing. Love, yeah, I do love the Fiend. What do you yeah. What do you think of uh, what they're because they they had their draft where they moved people from one show to another and they moved both the Fiend and Alexa Bliss who's been under the uh, the the influence of the Fiend his uh, essentially turned into his Harley Quinn. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I mean, I like I like Alexa Bliss. I like the Fiend uh, together. I think they're okay. I'm not like dying to see more about what the Fiend and Alexa Bliss are going to do. But uh, I also I don't kind of feel like you don't see Alexa Bliss in the ring, so I'm wondering, is she injured? Is she not able to participate? So here's a way to keep her involved in yeah, the storyline, you know, but in a, in, a, in a different way. And I think it was weird how they launched that off with like it almost seemed like her and Braun Strowman had like a thing. I don't know, if, right? Were they dating in the past? Were they a couple? You know, the way she's like. You're not the Broad Strowman I used to know. A couple of years ago when they did the Mixed Match Challenge on Facebook, uh, they were a tag yeah. team because okay. he is huge and she is like Yeah, it's the perfect foot. polar opposites, you know, right. to put together on a team. So, But uh, I enjoy it. I think it's good, you know, and I love the – I'm glad they don't bring the fiend out and everything turns red and I'm glad they don't do that yeah. anymore. They, thank goodness but, they stopped uh, doing that. There's a lot about the fiend that I, I like, like just the creepy, weird character with the, the head lantern and – He's got the kind of the Joker mask that's going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot about the fiend that that attracts me to him. Um, he's finally come into his own as like the, this generation's Undertaker. Yeah, like he's got all the yeah. spookiness of like the lights go out and then they come back and he's behind you and mm. all the all the craziness. Or he's on the screen, but then he's also but then he'll pop pop up once again behind somebody or come out from underneath the ring. Mm-hmm. Hashtag not my taker. <laughs> Not Alice Taker. And Chris Berg in the in the Twitch chat brings up a point. Like, Sasha and Bailey stole the show. I agree with that statement. I thought yeah, that match you thought was that was great. a good match. Yeah, very entertaining match. I'm happy with the results. Yeah, I thought they put on a good show. And I mean, in my book, great story. Yeah. Well, somebody I know you are a huge fan of is Mr. John Cena. Of course, this past year at WrestleMania, he fought the Fiend. Yeah. In a match that was kind of puzzling, but which kind I of- didn't understand. It was like a it was like a Tarantino acid trip house art house flick. Like, right, what's going on here? Have, have you read uh, what the original plan for John Cena was at WrestleMania 36? No, is it something way more epic than what ended up being? Uh, I think I'm still bummed out that he was going to be in Detroit at was it either SmackDown or Monday Night Raw? Yeah, right before everything got canceled due to COVID. Yep, leading up to a WrestleMania appearance, oh, and we had right. front row seats. So I know. I would have been able to make John Cena acknowledge my existence. Right. And then COVID blew that away like gold dust. (laughs) Well, according to a Sports Illustrated interview, Elias was going to be John Cena's uh, opponent at WrestleMania 36. Both my signs would have had a purpose. (laughs) I got an Elias slicks the guitar. I got an I'm a Cena sexual. I could have held them both up at the same time. Elias did an interview because he just returned to yeah. WWE uh, television like program, guitar again. which I, I am absolutely appreciating the amount of guitar shots him and Jeff Hardy have been going back and forth with. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love shots. it. It makes me laugh every time somebody gets blasted with a guitar. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Elias telling uh, Rolling or not Rolling Stone, uh, Sports Illustrated that uh, it was a lead up to a, basically a three year story where a couple of years ago he got uh, got the FU or the attitude adjustment from John Cena at uh-huh. WrestleMania, and they were going to uh, kind of cap that off with him facing John Cena at a WrestleMania in a in a match. And really. Then, and then COVID happened, and they went in a different direction. So COVID is what changed him to just do it with Cena against the Fiend. Well, according to Elias, that was the uh, that's what was going to happen. I don't believe a word Elias says. 
<laughs> I think this is Elias just trying to get some headlines and trying to make his name bigger in the WWE and getting attention that way. I bet you that there was no plans for Cena to go up against Elias. Because I'm sorry, if you're going to go, if I had to pick a card, John Cena versus Elias, John Cena versus The Fiend, I'm going The Fiend. Yeah. But now if you put in the little asterisks like it's going to be a... Not a real match is going to be a weird psychological art house flick. Right. Then I'm going to go John Cena, Elias. Yeah, I would have felt so. that John Cena versus Elias in a regular match with the crowd and everything like that is a, like that's that's James' match right there. Yeah. It's a guy that he absolutely Loves wants to see somebody beat that up. I hates. Yeah, it's a match yeah. made in heaven. But I would love to see Cena take on the Fiend in the ring, like real deal wrestling, like when the yeah. Fiend came out and would wrestle Daniel Bryan and actually wrestled wrestled um, instead of those weird like staged. Well, I got I got one last question for you, and then we'll wrap up this week's Nerd Radio. In both cases, who Mm -hmm. wins? John Cena. In both cases, he better. Okay. Yeah. How pissed would you be if Elias beat John Cena at WrestleMania? God, I would be. (laughs) I would actually. I'd be pretty upset. I would probably lose some sleep that night. Because I feel, I feel like uh, John Cena versus the Fiend. The Fiend should win, but John Cena versus Elias. John Cena's got to win that. Come on. Yeah. Like if John Cena can't beat Elias, then why? Who am I rooting for? Right. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this week's Nerd Radio. Thank you guys on Twitch for stopping by, and thank you for uh, downloading the episode, if that's, uh, in fact, how you uh, listen to this. Make sure you're following us on social media, Nerd Radio 101. James, you got anything uh, you want to plug or you want to say before we take off? Um, plug your Twitch stream. Oh, sure. Uh, I'll be playing some Warzone uh, later today. The zombie version of Warzone this afternoon around 3 o'clock, twitch.tv slash who the F is JC. Come check it out. Yeah, and how's uh how's the um the Manthong Throwdown stuff going? Manthong Throwdown's going good. We are halfway through. This Friday will be the midway point. We'll have the fifth match under our belts. There's still plenty of time to get in on the action and get some points and possibly have a chance at winning the two hundred dollar grand prize, which I feel like I'm gonna be sending over to Germany. Oh goodness. We have a friend from Germany who slays. We call him the Deutschland destroyer and he puts the f- in Come up because he is really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just comes in and slays everybody. So I'm, wow. I'm going to be sending $200 over to Germany in uh, about five weeks. All right. Well, uh, you, you, can, uh, you can either make that happen or make it not happen by joining James yeah. over on his Twitch stream. Alex- Come help us defeat the Germans. <laughs> Fridays at 6 on my Twitch channel. You got anything you want to plug before you leave, Al? No, 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 no. You've been waiting for that, haven't you? <laughs> oh, that was perfect. All right, well, uh, I'm going to plug my Twitch stream because, yeah. as I was just telling you, just you hit affiliate, right? I just hit affiliate this yes. weekend, and I'm kind of pumped. I think it's because I streamed Final Fantasy 14 on Saturday, well, hey, as well found, as my Rock Band on Sunday. You found your thing, man. Keep I it, guess. Keep it going. But, go, uh, go, uh, go to his channel and subscribe. Yeah, find uh, find my channel on twitch.tv backslash chizuck. Find, uh, if you haven't heard enough of me, I got other podcasts, man. We just dropped a new episode of Talk Horror to Me. In summer, said Al's new kitty, so I should plug plug my, your new cat <laughs> cat photos on my Instagram on your Instagram yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah you can find a new episode of the Talk Horror to Me podcast for uh, for Halloween and you can find a very funny episode of the uh, One Fall show which is just nothing but wrestling nice um, and uh, we'll be back next week with more Nerd Radio thanks guys I'm in a difficult situation here I mean after all you're nerds See you later, nerds. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. All right. I came in with one piece of show prep today, and I blew it right at the beginning of the right show. Right at the top, yeah, because you wanted to leave early. <laughs> well, good. I'll keep my little show my little show prep nugget in my pocket. <laughs> keep, keep your nuggets in your pants over there. You know, right? Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> if I want to live my life nuggets out, I will, Elbeck. There ain't nothing you out. can do about it. Nuggets out, baby. <laughs> James and his spicy nugs.
<laughs> Very spicy. <laughs> it's a, been wearing Shredder's cod piece. I've been, <laughs> I've been ho- hovering no, over piece. <laughs> hovering over the play button on the production for like sixty seconds now. Like, I'm going to let him keep going. <sighs> this is funny, but. <laughs>